Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 19. Today, my sweet husband, Drew, and I are talking all about the big transitions happening in our lives from him leaving his job of five years to starting his own business, The Kutcher Method, and our decision to go to Hawaii for an entire month out of this year. Join me in welcoming our first male guest and the one and only, my sweet husband, who I simply married up, Drew. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast with Jenna Kutcher, the live workshop style business podcast for creative girl bosses. So you can train from the experts how to dig in, do the work, and tackle your goals along the way. Here's your host, photographer, educator, artist, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. This episode of the Gold Digger Podcast is sponsored by HoneyBook. HoneyBook is the management software that I use to stay organized, manage invoices, get paid, and give every client an elevated, unforgettable experience. HoneyBook is offering 20% off exclusively for Gold Digger listeners. Just go to honeybook.com slash gold digger to get started and get your life back today. Hey, Gold Diggers, it's Jenna Kutcher, and today I am so excited to introduce you to our first ever male guest on the Gold Digger podcast. It is my husband, Drew. Hey, Drew. Hey, honey. And we're so excited today to just go through some of the big things that are happening in our lives to talk about Drew's business and how we made that leap of faith into both of us being full-time entrepreneurs. And then, of course, we're going to talk about our time in Hawaii. And so first things first, we'll kick it off like we always do. Drew, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you are doing, and what's happening in your life. Well, I know you probably have heard Jenna talk about me in the past because because I'm great and I'm awesome. No, anyways, I'm switching from my sales job and getting myself into the whole entrepreneur world, and I'm loving it so far. Jenna and I are clashing a little bit at home, but we're figuring it out. And I'm loving being able to help people with my personal training, personal health coaching type of career that I'm transitioning into, and I don't know. I love it. Life is awesome right now. So Drew used to sell wine. He did it for five years and it was his first big job after we got married. And so to leave that job behind was definitely not an easy decision and also not something we quite planned. 
But it's been so exciting over the last six months to really start his business, build it up, launch it, and then have him go full time with it. So what kind of things were we working on before we actually launched your business? Well, you gave me a lot of time to kind of plan myself. I was psychologically couldn't see myself not doing a sales job like I was doing before. So you did a great job kind of transitioning me out of there and just kind of getting the whole emailing and online world with that was a lot of work for me to figure out. So you did a lot of that kind of stuff and just getting my mind right to work from home, not having to get in my car every morning was kind of tough. So it's been a lot of little things, but it's been awesome working with you because you've been doing it for so long. So you kind of done a great job teaching me and doing the little things to get my mind in the correct spot. He's laughing because I'm holding his hand right now. It was definitely really interesting because when I launched my business five years ago, we definitely didn't have a budget for anything. So we never went into debt for my business. So it was really one of those shoestring budget type jobs. And so this time around, when we went to launch his business, it looked entirely different. I had such perspective on what mattered and where to invest early on because there were so many things that I did in my business that I had to redo or rehire out or fix later on. And so the three big things that we really focused on for Drew was having an email list. That was something we started before we did almost anything else. And we really wanted to start serving people as early as possible before he ever had announced his business or left his job, because we understood that having that email list was going to be so powerful in the sense of having people that were already interested in what he was doing, which was at-home workout planning and nutrition help. So we created two freebies. One was a week of at-home workouts that you could get your hands on. And then the other one was our exact grocery shopping list and meal prep for each week. And it was a bunch of meals you can prep in under an hour. And we had those and his email list grew to 2,500 in about five months, which is pretty impressive. And so before we even went to launch his business, we had this awesome email list. I was really excited for him and what he was doing. And then the second big thing that we did was we hired people to help us create an awesome website. So it was definitely something we went back and forth on. I had wanted to create it myself to save us money, but once I started trying to design things, it just didn't look quite right. And I knew that my time doing all of that was not going to be a waste, but eventually we'd have to upgrade. And so instead of doing that, we were really excited for him to just kick off with this awesome brand that Jeff Shipley from Tonic Sight Shop helped us with. He was incredible. And then the last thing that we really invested in was having good copy written. And there's just so much power with words and with an email-based website. So we didn't do a blog. We just wanted to promote our email list. It was super important that we were able to communicate what Drew was doing, especially because it wasn't something that a lot of people are familiar with. And so Ashlyn, who is on one of our former episodes, really helped us hone in on the messaging of his new brand. And it was really awesome because we were able to communicate really thoroughly and quickly what he was doing. So those are the three big things. And it was really interesting seeing Drew try to navigate the world that I've been living in for five years because so much of it is foreign, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Big time. (laughs) 
no idea what was going on at home, but you always kicked butt. So it was all in your own little world in the yeah. office, but you knew what you were doing. It was kind of funny. We had a phone call with Jeff, the web designer, and Drew and him were talking for a little bit. And towards the end, Jeff and I just had a five minutes of like going over this tech stuff. And it was, I mean, it probably sounded French to Drew, but it was all the stuff that I had learned over the years. I think that starting from scratch again reminded me of how far I've come because the day-to-day of my life now versus five years ago is so different. And it's so easy to forget that, isn't it? Like we just love to think that, you know, we haven't learned much or we're still just getting started. But starting fresh was a really big reminder that I've come a long way. And it was also such a testament to how can we help support other people starting out because it is stinking scary. So Let's talk a little bit about how you felt in putting in your notice and just also, you know, leaving behind this team of people that you've worked with for five years, because that was not easy at all. Yeah, that was the hardest part. Growing up in that company, I met a lot of friends along the way, became friends with people that I sold to, people that I worked with. So it was, that was the hardest part was just saying goodbye to those guys all the time that we've spent and the little friendships we've kind of grown with and it's just been awesome to have that core group of people with me for so long, but to say goodbye to them was tough. And I know I'll keep in touch with a lot of them, but some of them I won't see again. So it was, Jenna gave me a good little little transition phase to kind of slowly say goodbye to people that I won't be seeing for a while and just kind of get me into my new world here with what I'm doing at home. So it was tough, but it had to be done. And I know I made the right decision long term. It's going to be an awesome thing for our family, for me, for the dogs, for whatever future <laughs> humans are bringing into the world, it's going to be a way better experience being able to be home with them and not have to be out in the, on the streets as much as I am. So yeah. <laughs> on the streets. Yeah. Sound like a <laughs> dealer or something. I think too, it was really interesting in thinking about the conception. So we're going to talk about Hawaii in just a minute, but actually all this kind of started about a year ago in Hawaii when I re- remember our conversation. Do you remember it? We were like sitting around having drinks kind of by the pool mm-hmm. and I asked him like, what do you want to do with your life or what would you do if you could do anything? And from that, I never forgot that conversation. I think for us, like vacations are such a cool time to have those really like serious conversations and not just like, hey, can you pick up some milk from the store? But like, How are you feeling about where we're going or what we're doing? And to see just the vision from a year ago all the way through to a launch and now clients, that's really crazy. And it did happen fast, but we were fortunate to have my job help support that. And then also just the fact that Drew supported me for five years and me doing all the crazy things I've done. And so it felt good to have a sense of turning the tables and saying like, now it's your turn. You can go for this. Like, let's do it. So let's talk a little bit about Hawaii. (laughs) When this episode airs, we will probably be on a plane or just arriving into Hawaii. So tell everyone kind of what we have planned or what's happening. We are going to be spending the entire month of February on the island of Maui in that little town of Kihai, which is a big beach, beachy town, surfing town. So yeah, we're going to be leaving the cold of Wisconsin for a month. We have somebody staying with our dogs for the entire time we're gone because we're freaks about that. But we're just going to spend the month there and kind of relax, you know, see what's up with us, dig into ourselves a little bit more and also work a little bit, but mostly just kind of kind of relax and, and enjoy the scenery out there and just have a good time. Yeah, I'm excited. 
it's one of those things. I remember I was at a workshop and somebody said, what do you envision success looking like? And for me, it looked like traveling the world for more than just a week at a time. Because Drew and I, we've been super good about traveling for a week every year. But I feel like right when we're leaving is like when you actually feel like you've found your bearings and you've adjusted to time zones and you kind of know where to go to eat and all those things. And so I wrote down that I wanted to travel for one month out of the year. And when we were in Hawaii last year, Drew fell in love and he kept saying, we should move here. And I said, no, we have families, we have a house, we have all the things back at home. But when we started looking at it, it definitely wasn't as scary or daunting as it had seemed, but Hawaii was twofold for us. It wasn't just this month's getaway. It was the ledge that Drew needed to be pushed off of in order to go full time. If we would have only gone two weeks, he would have finagled vacation time and made it happen. But we almost needed that dead timeline in the sense of it's either now or never. And it took a long time, I think, for you to like wrap your head around like this is actually happening. I'm going for it. So what was it like when you started to tell people what you were going to do? Well, it was funny how jealous people were right away. They were just like, no way you're going to do that. And I'm like, it's really not that much out of the way for people, number of people to do it. It's just you got to figure out what you want and priorities in life and what, what enjoying in life and things that you need to just, you know, put forefront in your mind and that'll just come. So it's it's kind of been rewarding to say, you know, we're going to spend a month in, in Hawaii. You know, we're going to actually we're going to do this thing. It's not that expensive. It's not that far-fetched. You just got to kind of have a little more more focus on it. So I think it's been an awesome, you've done an awesome job just kind of making things happen. You set a goal and you make, <laughs> we get it done. It's, there's no other way around it. So that's I'm what I love about you. I'm an take there. Yeah, big time. <laughs> Which is a blessing and a curse. But if I set my mind to something, like it will happen and I don't drag my feet at all. And so once we started talking about it, I think within the day I had our flights and our car booked. Yeah, sounds about right. And I'm like, we'll figure out where we'll stay once we get there. But it's kind of crazy too, because it'll be the first time in five years since we've been married that we actually have just scheduled downtime. And so, like we said, we'll probably work a little bit, but we're not really putting any structure around that. We don't know what it's going to look like. I have zero appointments or phone calls or conflicts while I'm there because I'm just really excited to see what it is that I want to do. Maybe I want to work. Maybe I don't. And I think that if we can make this a part of our lives, who knows what the future looks like, but getting away and just really setting that time for intention and relationship and reconnection and also just downtime from your business. I think that growing a business is amazing, but it's also exhausting. And when you get in the habit of just going, 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 it's really hard to stand still. And I know for a long time I've made excuses like I hate resting or I suck at resting, but I've never really given myself a chance to rest. And so it'll be super interesting. And I'm excited too to record some episodes when we get home with just about how it went and how it felt. And I'm sure we'll get homesick for our dogs, but I know they'll be fine. And that was one of the harder parts about planning it is just that we couldn't bring them with. But that's okay. I think, too, a little separation might be okay from the poochies. So let's talk about both of us working from home because this is actually pretty funny and we're just we're keeping it real on here. It's going to be an adjustment for sure. I have had five years of the home to myself and I really crave alone time. I think that 
Drew didn't understand how much I actually do work when I'm home because I like go to work out and then I rush home and get right to work. And he joked today, he asked if I was going to shower this week, but I did. I showered yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think about working from home so far? It's nice to have the freedom, but I'm I'm having a hard time already just because I'm such an OCD freak, not going and doing the laundry or vacuuming or cleaning the floor or something crazy like that. So I give you a lot of credit for just sticking your nose in and doing it. But I need to be your personal chef and your person that has you drink water during the day because you don't leave the office. So that'll be a nice little thing to to kind of counteract each other is I will uh, see your weaknesses and try to help you out, but try to not be in your way as much, I guess. (laughs) Question mark. Our first day, I am like getting right to work. I'm sitting down. I turn on my music. I grab my coffee, and all of a sudden, Drew is vacuuming. He's oh, yeah. vacuuming oh, the yeah. entire house. It's like 9 a.m., and I have an inbox waiting for me. I'm like, "What are you doing?" But I think that it will be a good balance. We're definitely going to be planning in like separation time. So. Whether that's working in different rooms or working out at different times, I think that. You know, especially after being together for an entire month straight, I think that we'll definitely want to work in just that alone time. And my other thing is, is that I love naps and Drew doesn't. And so I need to like figure out how I can sneak away and take a nap without feeling judged by him. We'll figure it out. (laughs) Were you going to say he'll come cuddle me? No, probably. Probably not. (laughs) I'll go for a run and you can take a nap and I'll balance out. Yeah. So, I mean, it is hard. I think nobody talks about working from home and it's one of those things that like seems like so great. And it is, it's really great. I love so many things about it. Like that you don't have to wear real clothes that you can, you know, hang out with your dogs and be with your family, make lunches in your kitchen, catch up on your DVR. There are a lot of good things about it, but I think it's a lot harder than people understand, especially going from a regular schedule and a routine. And then you have all the distractions of your real life. And it's a lot harder to shut down because your computer's right there. Your office is right there. And so it's going to be one of those things that I envision us like sending out kind of like guidelines of like who's doing what for the week in terms of the house stuff. And then what is our work schedule going to look like in our work out schedule? But it's, you know, both of us being home is a huge change. It's definitely 40 hours more that we are together during the week. And we recognize that and kind of are trying to figure out what that will look like. So I'm sure we'll update you. But some of our friends have already sent me some advice and stuff that I need to read through because it is one of those things when you're married and you love each other, you don't want your life to turn into work or the other way around. Oh, yeah, for sure. So what are you most excited about, about Hawaii? Why did we choose Hawaii? We fell in love with it last year. I think some of it might have to go back with my buddy who passed away. We kind of wanted to to go back there and just, you know, that was where his last vacation was at. And there's a lot of little things tied to it, but it's just, it's awesome because you're in this, it seems like a foreign island, but it's still in the U.S. So you're safe. You can be with people that speak English but you're still on an island. So I think there's a lot of little things. You're a lot of outdoorsy type of stuff. I want to do a bunch of hiking, surfing, swimming, scuba diving, all the things that I want to do that we usually have to jam into one week a year. Now we can have a little more time to go to ourselves and just be active. I think it's going to be an awesome way for us to get a ton of fresh air and national parks and volcanoes and whatever else we're going to be doing. 
which is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing too about going back to Maui is we were there a year ago, so we got to do all the touristy stuff. So we hiked up, or not hiked up, we went up to Haleakala during the sunrise. We did the road to Hana. We went in a helicopter tour. We did whale watching. We did all those things, and those are amazing. But like we said, they were crammed into 10 days. And so now that we've done all those, we can kind of figure out what do we want to do again? What is life going to look like? We already joined a gym down there for the month. So we're excited to make relationships there and see what that looks like. And then we're also flying my parents out towards the end of our trip. It's been on their bucket list for years and years and years. I'm just done hearing them talk about wanting to go. So they're going to just join us for a few days and then they're going to have their own little Hawaiian vacation. But it's exciting and we're just staying in like a little tiny studio Airbnb. So the funniest part is, is that the price so far with Airbnb flights and car rental for 30 days is less than what we paid for 10 days of a vacation last year. And like I said, we stayed in a really nice resort. We ate out all the time. We did all the excursions. And so when people hear us say it, it's, it's actually not as scary as it seems. And so if it sounds like something you'd think of or dream of, If you just put a little bit away each month, it's definitely a reality and it can totally happen in your life sooner than later. So let's talk a little bit about what you're doing right now with your job because you're super excited about it. It's so fun to see you like pumped up when you're finishing up with your clients. So let's talk about kind of what you're doing and how it's going so far. Yeah. So basically my day-to-day life now is trying to get people on a healthier track, trying to get people to eat better, to move around, drink more water, just overall healthy things that they kind of put to the wayside. I know they're a lot of these people I'm working with now were former athletes in high school and they know how to be active. They know how to, you know, eat correctly. They just are busy with time, busy with work, family, kids, whatever else. So just kind of being that accountability person for them and getting them on the right mindset just to, you know, make simple changes throughout the day. It's going to happen throughout the day where you're going to be busy and you're going to be bogged down. But long term, this is going to be an awesome way to kind of be sustainable with your health, be sustainable with your nutrition, with working out, with just kind of getting your body moving and having them be in more of a positive atmosphere at home with their families. So it's just kind of a a lot of it leads back to how you're treating yourself is how you treat others. So I want to kind of get what I learned and push that up on other people and get them to, you know, just live a happier life. That's all it is. And I freaking love it. It's been awesome so far. I've been having an awesome time. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So Drew's been working with a lot of entrepreneurs who probably were my followers that maybe converted to his. But what's really exciting about it is that he's seen me, you know, struggle with weight and nutrition, especially working from home. Again, it sounds so great, but people really struggle with, you know, I was skipping breakfast and then I would eat these giant carb rich lunches. And then when dinner rolled around, I was starving and pouring wine and And none of it was terrible, but it was all stuff that I just needed help and accountability on. And even him being home this week, I've eaten a lot better during the day. We've had a plan in place so that I'm not just reaching for the box of mac and cheese and really understanding like how I'm fueling my body. And one of the biggest things I've learned over the last five years is that entrepreneurs 
I think a lot of us at the core of our being, we are people pleasers. And a lot of times we serve our clients before we ever serve ourselves. And so we are working from empty tanks. And when it comes down to nutrition, that can play a giant role in the success of your business, in the success of your family, in the way you wake up and feel. And so I have found that entrepreneurs struggled the most with just getting away from your desk and moving for 10 minutes or food prepping so that when lunchtime rolls around, you're not just grabbing a lean cuisine, you have food ready to go and just changing the way that we look and think about food. And it's definitely been a transition. I actually hired a nutritionist after a miscarriage because I was just feeling so out of my body and it was all stuff that I knew, but I just needed that extra piece of accountability because I knew I couldn't be trusted. And so watching Drew get to do this and he's doing all this research and sending his people food plans and checking their accountability and all this stuff. It's amazing because results are already happening and it's really cool to see entrepreneurs who are running these awesome businesses really look at their inner health and the longevity of you know their body because we only have one, right? So it's really exciting. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about our marriage <laughs> while I got you live here. Oh, uh, what do you want to know? <laughs> what do we need to tell the peeps? Everything. Let's talk a little bit about do you want kids? I do. Yes, I do. The <laughs> so, more I think about it, I do and I don't, but I think now I'm on the I do part. I see people with their kids and I it just looks like they're having a good time. so are you gonna love the kids and wake up in the middle of the night yes because i know you won't (laughs) no i will Um, no, it's kind of funny. Well, so everyone knows, or if you're listening, you probably know. So we went through the miscarriage last year and that was really an interesting time. And I actually would love to hear from your perspective because we've talked about it on the podcast, but you know, it was almost exactly a year ago. And so it's been interesting trying to navigate, like, when are we ready to try again? Are we ready? And now with all this extra freedom with Drew being home and not having, you know, vacation days and all that. It's really tempting to just put it off again, but I think, you know, we're definitely thinking about starting a family. So what was a miscarriage like for you? Because I know for men and women, it's very different experiences. Well, I know it was harder for you because you had to go through the actual physical stuff of it. But it was, I mean, it was hard because like you're planning for having this kid, for having a family and for, you know, all the excitement that comes with that. And then it just all of a sudden, boom, it's gone. So it's like something's kind of taking away from you and you're kind of left with, you know, what do we do now type of attitude? And it's, you need to either be positive or negative. And I love how you shared it with people to kind of get it out in the open, but it's just, it's just something that's, you feel like something's missing for a long time and something that you worked to get, you know, you, you did all this stuff to be there. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's taken away. And I know it's, it happens to a ton of people, especially younger couples. So it's it's common and it happens, but, it, you know, it's it's also, it's it's heartbreaking. So I may not have showed a lot of emotional side of it, but, it, you know, it's it's tough. It's It hurts. Mm-hmm. It was really weird, too, because I think for the woman, like the minute you find out you're pregnant, you feel like a mom because you feel like you're growing something, you're responsible, everything you eat, everything you drink affects this life. And then, you know, and then, well, Drew actually fainted at the, <laughs> at the doctor's yeah. office, which was multiple things. I think emotion and he hates medical stuff. 
But I mean, it was just chaotic and then not having answers and stuff. So, you know, it was very interesting to navigate as a couple. And we had been through grief before losing our friend, Jerry, but this was like a different kind of grief because like he said, like, you're kind of robbed of the idea or the vision. And what the night we found out we were pregnant was at a luau in Hawaii in a public bathroom, (laughs) not glamorous at all. And um, Drew, on her flight home, stayed up the entire flight. I slept every single minute of it. daddy books. (laughs) And he read parenting books. And Drew does not normally read. And so it was crazy because I woke up after our, like, third flight home. And he's like, I just finished this book, and it's all about parenting. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. I loved him even more. And we thought it was getting real at that point. I had to dig into some info. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so kind of crazy. But, yeah, it's... It's one of those things, too, then it's like, when do you try again? When do you go for it again? Knowing, you know, you know what the possible outcomes can be, and you pray that it's, you know, your your rainbow baby or whatever people call it. But I think, too, it's just hard for me to wrap my mind around going through that again with my body and the uncertainty of it. And we were, we were so excited. Like, we have the cutest pictures of us on the beach, you know, the night we found out and how crazy it was. And then, you know... To go back to that bliss would be a treat. But now that we've been through what we've been through, I think this time around it'll be very different. For sure. And I mean, end of the day, it wasn't meant to be, you know, scientifically. Whatever happens that, you know, something would have went wrong, there would have been deformations or something. So it just kind of, you know, it all happens for a reason. Jenna's going to start crying here. No, I'm not. You were leaning weird when you are talking. <laughs> no, I mean, I agree. I just, I don't think, I don't know. It's just crappy. It is. And what else is there to say? Yeah. <laughs> so we fostered a lot of puppies this year. And I'll make up for it. Yeah, yeah. maybe a lot of little dogs. Yeah, and <laughs> let's talk about that. Drew, okay, so every time we bring home a foster puppy, Drew gets so mad at me. He can't believe that I did it again, and our dogs are terrible. So a lot of people will talk to us, and they'll be like, I can't believe that you, your dogs are so great about fostering, but they're not. They're actually awful. No. For the first day, they they beat the crap out of the new dog. They bully the dog. They, you know, this is our house. You can't come in and have it. But then after a few days, they become yes. best Buddies. friends. <laughs> and then Drew says, can we keep it? Can oh, yeah. we please keep Every it? Every time. I know. He's tried to talk me into a third dog. I have luckily said no as many times as he's asked. But, yeah, we had, I mean, fostering is definitely not as cool as it looks online. We show really cute dog photos. But yeah, yeah. it has its uh, ups and downs, that's for sure. <laughs> There's a lot of cleanup involved, but they're so darn cute and lovable. And Drew will come home and lay on the floor and let all the dogs lick him. And, oh, my goodness, it's just so fun. So we're excited. I'm sure we'll be fostering more. But it's interesting, too, because... You know, to put it out there on the record, our dogs are terrible with fosters, and we have to usually separate everyone in different rooms. Or we have this really cool puppy sling that you just put the dogs in and walk around the house. And so Drew's cooked a few dinners with dogs in the dog sling, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, and white noise for yes. dogs has become a lifesaver at night. Spotify, white noise for dogs, in case you ever need it. It's incredibly helpful. And Drew will take his T-shirt off that he's wearing and put it in the crate with them, which is pretty darn cute. And it, it gets him shirtless. So oh, man. Double benefit. 
<laughs> so, okay, I want to hear from the fitness man himself. What are a few tips that you could give to entrepreneurs who are likely sitting behind a desk all day or just needing to kickstart their wellness? Because like I said, I think our personal wellness usually sits on the back burner. So what are a few things that are really simple that people can do right after listening to this episode and just start putting into their lives a little bit more? Well, some of the easiest things I think up front are just drinking a ton of water, making sure that when you get up in the morning, you chug water. It's the first way to kind of get your body moving and get your metabolism rolling. But also to kind of try to plan out times throughout the day when you are stopping yourself from working, getting away from the computer, making a small meal, even if it's just some granola or some almonds or some Greek yogurt. But just throughout the day, making sure your body is fueled. That way you're not going to have this crash or have to want to have a bunch of chips or pasta at the end of the day when you're all of a sudden, you, oh, crap, I'm starving. I haven't eaten since the cup of coffee this morning. So you really never, never ate. You need, to, you need to eat throughout the day, and you need to fuel yourself. So a lot of it is just kind of we're aware of it, but we just need to, need to, um, need to do it. Need to get out there and do it. Sorry, I'm like making miming things. Also, getting out and just walking. Yeah. I think like a lot of times I could just sit behind my desk all day. And so we watched this video on YouTube last night of this guy who adopted this dog and they just started walking together. So this can be a a dual purpose plug. Go adopt a dog from a shelter so that you have to get outside and walk every day. And just try to get moving at least once a day, whether it's 10 minutes at home or going to a gym. We both do CrossFit, and so we've been working out together, which has been really fun. But Drew is really afraid to start CrossFit, and so it's been that's been another. I mean, we just had a lot of transition lately. It's been a big year. So, yeah, it's been a big year. It's only a few days into <laughs> it. But yeah, I think. It's really crazy. Even Drew, who used to be in a sales position, he was walking a ton every day. He never struggled to hit 10,000 steps. And when I had got a Fitbit, it drove me absolutely crazy because I felt like I had to work so hard to get 10,000 steps. And even a few days into a stay at home journey, he's like, oh my gosh, like I'm not getting many steps at all. And so it's something you have to be really conscious of and aware of, and then just make a routine around it. And the more that you can stick to it, I think the better. And that's something that has been really helpful to me. And it stinks when it gets so cold out because we hate walking. The, the dogs hate it outside when it's cold. They have to wear little jackets, but getting out the door and moving and getting fresh air is just so good for your mental state and also for your productivity levels too. 100% agree with you. Thanks. Can I be a part of the Kutcher method? No. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> but I helped you. Okay. Okay, so let's just, we'll talk a little bit more and then we'll, we'll let these listeners go. So in the month of February, while we're away, um, I just want to share a little bit about how you prepared for a month off because I think that's a huge deal. And I mean, most of you probably haven't taken a weekend off in a very long time. So um, you already heard that I hired Caitlin on. She was in an earlier episode as my assistant, and that has been such a blessing. How many day? I mean, how many times a day do I say I'm so thankful for Caitlin? Yeah, hundred like a million times a day. She's been awesome, just with the little things that kind of help you focus on other things. So she has been a gigantic role. Yeah. And letting you just breathe a little bit. She's changed everything. So Caitlin is going to be handling the inbox. We're setting up an autoresponder while I'm away. 
because we don't think anything is super time sensitive or shouldn't be during the month of February. And we've put it out there already. So people know I'm going to be gone. I mean, we're already letting people know who are requesting anything for February. That's just not going to happen. And I have had a really long journey in learning how to say no. And I finally feel like I'm at a place where I am freely saying that word to free us up. And yeah, it sucks. Like sometimes you feel like you're missing some opportunities, but I know that I will be so much more present for Drew in Hawaii if I'm saying no to some of these things that are popping up. And also just like mentally free from work because even thinking about like waking up to schedule a blog post, like that just starts the downward spiral of hopping into the inbox for a few minutes and then one more post and whatever that looks like. So I already prepped every single blog post throughout the entire month. I'm into March and I scheduled every single Facebook post. I think there are 40 to 50 posts scheduled, um, one a day while we're away and Caitlin will handle the inbox. The podcast is all recorded ahead of time. And so it's really exciting to be able to take that step back because a lot of times I feel like we're hamsters on our wheels. Like we're just spinning and spinning and spinning and we're never getting anywhere new because we're just trying to keep caught up. And so I don't even know what it'll look like to have a month of free time. I don't even know what free time looks like. And so I'm excited to see what that'll be like and to create a routine in Hawaii and, you know, just do whatever we feel like instead of what we think we should be doing or what we have been doing. And so there's a lot of preparation for sure. And, you know, I've been working ahead for the last few months knowing that this was coming, but I also think, you know, I hear every excuse in the book of why people can't take breaks or can't take vacations or can't take time off. And there's always a solution. And so if you're really set on it, you can totally make it happen. And I'm proof of that. I'm really excited for February 1st to hit and to just really disconnect. And I trust Caitlin and the rest of my team to handle things in a way that I would hopefully be proud of. And, you know, nothing. I built something that will not crumble in a month. And that's what I'm super proud of. And that's what I'm sure of. And that's super exciting. Okay. So in closing, um, let's talk about what are the three must do's while we're away for a month. Learn how to surf is a big one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We'll have photo evidence or maybe video evidence if we can. (laughs) What's number two? I want to take really cool drone photos. We bought a drone for our anniversary. And I want to just like go explore random parts of the island and fly the drone over it and take really cool photos. I want to, my biggest, not my biggest goal, one of my big goals is to like have an epic beach overhead shot that we can just blow up huge and have it on our wall to remind us of Hawaii oh, yeah. every day. That's going to be awesome. That'll be fun just to kind of go in and do the, the little coastal shots and every little part around there, fly it up the mountain and everything like that. That's going to be pretty sweet. Number three. I don't know. You tell me. What are you excited about? Scuba diving. Anything in the water. Surfing, scuba diving. I just want to be in the water the whole time. (laughs) Drew loves to snorkel. I like to sit on the beach and read. That's kind of usually how it goes. You have your scuba diving license. You got to come with me now. 
Yeah. You have to come. I only got it because you wanted me to. (laughs) Yeah. So what we're going to probably end up doing most days is we'll go work out and we're going to food prep a ton and grocery shop and get a lot of their local fresh produce, which is so exciting coming from frozen Wisconsin. A lot of pineapples. Lots of pineapples. (laughs) And just kind of explore. So if you guys have any suggestions on what to do in Maui, just hop onto my Instagram at Jenna Kutcher since I won't be checking my email and, you know, give us any tips or tricks or anything that you love. But we're really just excited to live like the locals live and experience Hawaii for a month and have a month of rest and, you know, just have that break. Also, as far as island hopping <laughs> to the other, like, like Lanai, Molokai, um, Oahu, is there anywhere we need to go? Anywhere that we shouldn't go? Like, should we not go to Waikiki Beach because of all the people? Or should we go to look at it? And should we go to the big <laughs> island? Should we listen to that? I kind of want to know where, if we hop on a little flight somewhere, where we should go and where we shouldn't. I think okay. that's going to be some good planning, too. Yeah, you guys got to help us out and let us know. And we're just so excited. Maybe Drew will be hopping on more. I'm so proud of him. It's been crazy. We launched his business January 1st. And to get to see him do what he loves and to see that he's excited. And it it reminds me of my early days as a wedding photographer, like being so excited about every client and trying to tell them about every single detail about their lives or who they are, where they're getting married. And I think it's just really encouraging. If you've ever thought that you needed a mentor, maybe you need to mentor somebody because what a fresh and exciting perspective to get to see those, I mean, those excited eyes again. I think that a lot of times we put our heads down and do the work and we kind of forget why we started in the first place. And so it's been such a cool way to see from, you know, idea to a real functioning money making business the conception and all the work that's gone into that, but also just the joy that comes with it. Oh yeah. Super awesome. Love your job and and you'll never have to work a day in your life. Who said that? Me. Pretty sure famous. <laughs> Can't quote him. Okay, so before we sign up, Drew, where can everyone find you? Um, you can find me at thekutchermethod.com. My Instagram is kicking it with Kutch, and also just my regular Facebook, The Kutcher Method, and Drew Kutcher. Oh, you're going to have lots of friend requests, my babe. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) Well, thank you, honey, for being with me. And I'm really excited for Hawaii. And it's a little crazy that we're sitting across from each other holding hands while we're recording an episode. Aww. I love you. And thanks for supporting me. And now I'm so excited to return the favor. So, gold diggers, until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. And I will talk to you a month from now. But don't worry, you'll still be getting episodes dropped week by week. Just stay in touch on Instagram at Jenna Kutcher and you'll see all of our Hawaii adventures and everything that's happening in our lives. So thank you so much, babe. I will give you a kiss as soon as we're done. Should I hand out my Snapchat name? No. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to Gold Digger. Dive into show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. You gold digging dream chaser, you.